What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to We'd Like to Talk with your pals Hal and Jamal. But right now, it's just Hal. In our last episode, we talked to Bea Martinez about the science of the plant. And Jamal and I thought we would dig a little deeper into the science behind cannabis edibles specifically. Here at Blackbird, we get a lot of questions regarding shatter and if you can eat it, or how to make your own edibles, or what the science behind getting high really is. So here's the deal. We wanted to give you a little outline. Number one, THCA won't get you stoned. THCA plus heat equals THC, the thing that we all know to get us high. We're all familiar with THC for the most part. Then THC is an oil, and add fat, oil, alcohol, then you get all kinds of yummy infusions. That's where your edibles come from. To explore this concept a little bit more, I wanted to use these clips from an interview that Jamal did with the founders of The Happiest Hour. We apologize for some of the editing. You know, I usually do the editing. Jamal was running a one-man show, kind of a he'd-like-to-talk situation while I was on vacation. But he did a great job, and they had an awesome conversation, and I can't wait for you guys to listen. Enjoy. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We are going to hear from two of Nevada's, um, in my opinion, some of like the most creative and really kindest people in the cannabis industry. It's been really exciting to see their brand uh, just develop over the last uh, few months that I've been following. They're, I, I suppose, over a year now that I've been following, um, and they are really smart and talented, and I'm excited to hear from them. We have Tiffany and Emily from The Happiest Hour. Welcome, guys. Welcome to We'd Like to Talk. Yeah, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us about um, The Happiest Hour. Do you want to talk about how you got into cannabis? Sure. I think <laughs> Emily's entry into cannabis is so fascinating. So Okay. <laughs> so it all started for me when I moved to cannabis farm in 2016 in Calaveras, California. That is where I really like learned about the plant and spent the majority of my time trimming, harvesting, just learning. <laughs> I moved to Calaveras. It was just definitely like a culture shock. I had never seen that much weed in my entire life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I lived there. I slept in a tent for many months oh, wow. of my life. I lived with people from all over the world. It was really awesome. It was like our little, uh, like we didn't have cell phone service. It was an off the grid, little commune weed focused experience that really changed my life. And that's what got me into cannabis for sure. Um, but from the farm, I moved to Reno and I started working as a cannabis consultant for Sierra Well. I worked that first summer of recreational sales in Nevada, and then fast forward a few months and the Bloom Farm Sierra Well partnership happened. And then I guess fast forward nearly two years of me being the sales manager for Bloom Farms, Tiff slid into my DMs 
And she asked me if she could borrow my terpene gas mask, is what she called it. To be clear, it was a terpene oxygen bar <laughs> that I used for uh, like Bloom Farms events and activations. So it was like terpene aromatherapy. And she was like, hey, we're coming out with these terpene focused products. Let's collab. And, you know, that's where it all started for me and Tiff. Yeah. That's awesome. That's the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's fun. So my entry into cannabis is completely different. I mean, uh, the first time I ever smoked weed was like 27 years ago. So like probably before you were born. Before I was born. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have a third generation family business. And so my grandfather started it. And when he started it, it was Damon Distributing. So I'm in English now, but my maiden name is Damon. So they would deliver everything to the bar except for the liquid. So like all the garnishes, the cherries, the olives, the cocktail napkins, the straws. And then when my dad took it over, he's like this great visionary great salesperson who started making like juices and sodas and then in the 90s we started working with one of the biggest liquor distributors in the in the world and they really taught us about cocktail mixes and mixology and we were working with some of the most talented mixologists at these like luxury resorts and getting this like amazing education making these beverage menus and so when the conversation around recreation started to happen we were like we've been making alcohol taste amazing for decades like there's a lot to be desired in the cannabis beverage space. I mean, there's good stuff now and there was good, you know, okay stuff then, but we wanted to make something that people would want to drink, even if it wasn't medicated, not something they were just like gagging down because they needed their medicine. And so we launched that and then that was really fun. I think we did a good job. The products were delicious, but then COVID hit. So we kind of had to take a pause, um, but we're getting ready to relaunch the THC beverages again. And in the meantime, we've been just working on our terpene products. That's kind of where we are right now. Wow, that's really amazing. You guys have an incredible story because it's so much knowledge you know, both from the legacy side of the industry and the heritage market of, um, because that's how all grows were <laughs> pre ruck <laughs> And then as well with this beverage side, this intense um, other side of, of a really large industry. Emily, can you speak to the, the learning process? Did you know about weed before you were like a, in I, California? So I knew about weed. I mean, I started smoking weed when I was coast and so I knew about weed I'd always smoked weed at the time I was actually in a really like a weird like I feel like I've gone through a few different phases with my weed consumption but basically when I went to the farm I wasn't consuming that much it wasn't doing what it used to do for me it was kind of like giving me anxiety and stuff like that so the farm is where I very like first learned about CBD which okay. changed immensely I mean as did the farm but that's where I really started to learn about CBD and like all of the other ways <laughs> that you can benefit from it without getting really high. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's where I really got like all of most of my knowledge from the plant. But then from there going into a dispensary when you need so much knowledge yeah. about all of these different products, I, then I learned so much at Sierra Well. Right. So, yeah. Tiffany, what about you? What was your, at, around like the science side of the plant, what was your experience before interacting with Emily and what has it been since, like learning about the cannabinoids and terpenes and all those? Yeah, oh man, I think it's so, uh, all of it's so fascinating, but I think my, my like 
journey with cannabis hasn't always been smooth. And that's something that we're so lucky to live in a state that's recreationally legal because we get to kind of like tailor our cannabis experience uh, through like, we know what terpenes we like. We can look at the tests. We can look at the terpene profiles. We know, I know through like, it's taken me a while to get good at weed again, you know, but I know which terpenes I love and which ones my body's like, no thanks, like miss me with that one. Um, but there's some people that just like, it doesn't matter. They like, they're like, come on in, whatever strain, whatever dab, whatever edible. And that's awesome. Just, I'm just a little bit pickier. And when it was black market only, and you didn't really get to choose, it was kind of tough. And so I would feel anxious. And so I kind of took a break. And then when it was like medically legal, I was living in California at the time, I would go to these places and they had like acupuncture and like sound healing in the dispensaries. And it just felt like like soul therapy and the people were so serious about their knowledge and helping you. And so I just, I think it's beautiful when I look at the map of what states are legal and I see those like black states that like haven't even gotten medically legal. It just makes me so sad because I think there's so many people that are missing out on benefits, but the, I was listening to a podcast with the founders of drink can Mm-hmm. I admire immensely. They're incredible. But someone's like, what would you tell a person that's doing a beverage THC product? And they were like, don't do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so it just made me laugh because it's really hard. It's really challenging to get it uh, mixed properly so that it doesn't separate so that you have like a consistent dose every time so that you don't get like a bunch in like this part of the drink and none in the rest of it. And so you only wanted 10 milligrams, but oops, guess you're taking a hundred today, you know? And so that's (laughs) been an interesting process. And then getting the taste dialed in has been really hard, but we have, you know, we know talented people and we worked with talented people. And my brother, Josh, uh, is just one of like the most creative, talented people I know. And he's been kind of spearheading that he's worked, like grew up in our lab. I'm looking cause the lab is like over there, but um, <laughs> he grew up in our lab. And so he's really kind of like the food scientist mixologist person. And I'm just like, I'll make the bottle look pretty. Like that's my job, you know, but so it, it's been interesting, but I don't know as much as he does when it comes to like how it all works. That's awesome. So is your whole family involved still? Yeah, so I have two brothers and me. We bought it from my dad about three years ago. And so it's great. I feel like together we're the perfect person because (laughs) I have one brother that's like the logical person that like makes sure the train leaves the station on time and that everybody's organized. We have my visionary brother that like doesn't know where he put his keys, but he's like so creative and amazing. And I'm like in the middle, like making sure everyone has what they need. So, you know, I think we wouldn't be able to do it without each other. Something really big would be missing. And so I know not everyone has like a happy relationship with their family. I'm so grateful to work with them. It's really the honor of my life. I, I love it. It's the honor of my life too. They're the best family I've ever met. So. That's awesome. I love to hear that. So was it, um, whose idea was it on your end then to kind of dip into cannabis? Where was everybody on board when yeah. you presented the idea? Yeah, but it was mostly it was Josh. He was like, "Let's do this," and I'm like, "Yes, please, 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 let's do this." You know, because for me that was so exciting, something that changed my life when I was a young person, and I feel like formed a lot of who I am today. I owe to cannabis and just like smoking weed in my room, like listening to like the mamas and the papas in the doors or whatever, you know. Um, and just like, I feel like it made me a more open-minded human when I was younger. And I've brought that into my life as an older person. So for me to have the opportunity to do it legally, I was just like, 
let's go. Yeah. What about you, Emily? What was it? How's your family been? So supportive. I mean, they're all so supportive of what I do. Um, and, you know, being in cannabis for nearly five years now, uh, you know, they're pretty used to it at this point. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, it's different now as opposed to like when I first started and when I was living in a tent in the middle of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> you know, like being paid under the table and murder mountain. Yeah. So, so I think they're, you know, and I didn't have cell service or a way to like contact them every single day. And so I would just check in every other week. And so they're much happier where I am now. And obviously so am I, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they've been so supportive, like, like the whole way. And awesome. it was no secret that I smoked weed growing up. So it's actually like really cool that I was able to like find my career in this. Like, it's so cool. And it's still like, so it's such a trip. Anytime I go home, like to Virginia beach where it's still illegal, you right. know, like just, yeah, so it's awesome. But yeah, I'm yeah. Really to be so supported by my family. Yeah. We love Old Pal. Boy, if you haven't heard us say it before, you're going to hear us say it again right now. We love it. It's accessible, affordable, abundant. Old Pal's vision is simple. It's just weed, man. Try it now and order yours on blackbirdgo.com. Yeah. Just take a minute to crush on the Blackbird team because <laughs> I don't know I don't know how many Instagrams ago it was maybe it was four Instagrams ago when you guys had your holiday party oh, <laughs> you're yeah. Blackbird at the time now you're like go Blackbird seven no I'm just kidding but um, when I saw your holiday party I'm like where are they finding all these cool interesting amazing humans like how do you get a job there like how do they find them all. You know, it's just, it's neat. It's been really exciting. It's, um, I grew up in Reno and I was always, you know, around the um, similar communities as like all of the, or groups as all of the people that I work with now. And so it became like this tie that was kind of just there already. Like everybody knew everyone else at least, or like who they were, where they were from and kind of their experience and background. Um, and it has been, it's very much Motley Crue at times, but I think it's like the most um, I don't, the comforting and kind of inviting environment that I've had the opportunity to work in. And so I I was really impressed. I've worked for a lot of, you know, local companies around um, Reno. And that's what I've loved about working for local companies is everybody in Northern Nevada is so community minded. And growing up here, like I really uh it's a it that's an important value to me and to be able to find you know an opportunity like blackbird and to see those values then represented in in other ways through their marketing and things and it just continues to be um yeah my my passion is like the culture side of it as well and i love it it's great <laughs> oh, it's awesome and i'm excited about the chirping products i've been working on them for a year and we've been trying to launch them and like just weird things kept happening and we're finally at the place where we can launch it and people can go buy it and you know we, we thought we were going to launch it march 1st and it's december uh, and like we're just launching it but you know everything happens in perfect timing and i'm just i'm excited about yeah our terpene shots definitely. for sure 
That's awesome. So do you guys have a date yet for the THC products or no? No? Well, that is really exciting. I do. I love your guys' beverage. I, the jalapeno, um, uh, what was it? What was that? Yeah, so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, funnily enough, I was a drinker up until I, we were in quarantine and I was like, you know, out of all my habits, this is probably the one I don't want to like sit with all the time. Um, and so I was drinking LaCroix with a mango habanero um, happiest hour float. And it was so good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because it's no shade against people who like to drink alcohol, but they'll always have something to drink. So when you go to a party, it's all alcohol. If you don't drink alcohol, they're like, um, we have water. And it's like, there's so many wonderful beverages that you can have. And I think because Blackbird, like you'll get this, um, you're so inclusive. Like our drink, I just want everyone to be together drinking whatever they want to drink together. Like you don't have to go outside and smoke. You can stay inside and you can, you know, drink what you're going to drink and all be connected. I just like, can't wait for us to have those parties again where we can clink and drink happiest <laughs> hour together. Again. Uh, Even about alcohol, you know, because I've worked in both industries and, you know, I, I mentioned this often, but it's funny, like my Instagram feed when I was doing like our alcohol brands and stuff versus like my Instagram feed and cannabis, it was like alcohol was like boobs, butts, clubs, you know, which is fine. But when I went, to cannabis it was like mindfulness inclusivity self-care and I was just like whoa I feel like I'm at home like these are my people and it was just it was just so thoughtful in a way that alcohol isn't always um and so anyway I thought that was really cool loved about cannabis is that there is a common story like all of us we have talked about our cannabis like backgrounds and things that we've experienced I also resonate with like having a kind of a weird history or not maybe like a um changing history or relationship with cannabis and this kind of growth and I really love to see products like yours that develop that people can approach that experience differently and I don't think that really exists for alcohol I had a very similar experience with alcohol that I like um I was raised Muslim and so I didn't drink until I was 18 and then I was like away from home and all of a sudden turned 18 and was like oh, let's party <laughs> it was that's hard to come back from, I think, with alcohol because it's so immediate. And especially when you're like 18, it doesn't affect you at all. And then, you know, a decade later, you're like, I can't drink every single day. This is not going to work out. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's exciting to, to know that then even those weed experiences, you know, I don't have to put anyone, no one else will have to go through some of the weed things we've been through. <laughs> I'm excited for more consumption lounges. Like I just really see that in the future and it's just, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I wanna, I love that. I think that there's a female owned dispensary opening in Winnemucca. Oh, cool. So I'm just, I'm more excited to see opportunities for marginalized communities in this space. And then something that I like seeing is people getting let out of jail, let out of prison, like the last prisoner project that you guys support that's incredible and hopefully soon just like everyone that has like a non-violent cannabis charge will be out of jail it's 
crazy. So I'm excited to watch that kind of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. I agree, right? There's like um, kind of as more and more states go through those same things that California and Nevada and Colorado have already had to kind of go through, we then start to learn and that then refines our markets and our processes. And that's, uh, you know, I, I think you guys are dead on. I'm really excited to see that conversation start to elevate for social equity. You guys want to hear something incredible? Incredibles, the edibles, are a brand that are here to deliver safe, delicious, fantastic edibles each time you take a bite. When they started their brand back in 2010, they said that consuming edibles could be compared to spinning the roulette wheel. And let's be serious, we all probably can agree with that. Now, it's safe, it's transparent, you're going to get the same dose every time, and it's going to be incredible. Find Incredibles on blackbirdgo.com and at any Rise location. In Nevada, we have two. One in Rise Spanish Springs and Rise Carson City. Order for delivery or pickup on Blackbird Go right now. Um, what was that process like? Did you have like a, a, a report card for them? Like how do you even go into Because I'd be, I'd be like, I think, you know, I don't know, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all just, they taste bad yeah that yeah and so we did want to put limonene in the energy shot but like limonene and caffeine like they're not friends so like we couldn't make it happen and we just it took three months and like 500 formulas and it was just gross and so pining to the rescue (laughs) for increased focus we switched to pining and then we got something that's it's still an energy shot but I think it's the best tasting energy shot on the market so yeah so I mean it was quite a process and everyone like the lab you know those ladies are magicians because you know terpenes are strong I mean they're supposed to be strong they're the things that give plants their smell their flavor so uh so yeah it, it was a lot and I'm be happy to never drink another energy shot again <laughs> wake for life wake and coffee that's my jam for sure all right so your guys's terpene shots so the thc side thc products we have um the mango or mango jalapeno i almost said habanero as an example but your terpene shots tell us a little more about those products and where can people find them we have two shots we have intensify which is a mercine shot that you can take to 20 minutes before you smoke and it can intensify your high. If we can say hi on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slogan we were referring to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, have you ever heard if you eat a mango before you smoke weed, you get higher? Yeah. So that's definitely where that stemmed from. <laughs> yeah, so it's really just because of the way that mercine interacts with the blood brain barrier. It lets more cannabinoids through. And so there's just more opportunity, but it's, it's kind of a, we made this product as an answer to THC tolerance. And so I don't know how I could like, really like you could talk about politics. I could talk about this forever, (laughs) Um, but to try and be brief, there's basically just two types of ways that you can have um, THC tolerance. One's genetic that happens on a cellular level. And the other one is not genetic and it's more at like an organ tissue level. So our product helps with the kind that's not genetic because the genetic kind, it basically just, THC can attach to the CB1, but then just like the signal's not getting transferred. 
And so, you know, you just have to take a tolerance. But at this point, the only way to combat that is with a tolerance break. Hopefully scientists will like get on that and figure out a way to change that. Because, you know, if you have a tolerance, you're not getting the benefit, whether it's medical or if you want to just get high, you're not having any benefit. So you can thank your parents for that kind of problem. (laughs) But for the one that's not genetic, uh, you know, this is going to help. And so that's why I think everyone should try an intensify shot. Um, everyone that has a THC tolerance should try an intensify shot. And if it doesn't work for you, at least you know more about your body. You know that I have this like genetic tolerance. And if it does work for you, there's people so that both of these tolerances are happening simultaneously. So the people that are like, air, like are very dominant on the side that's not genetic, they're going to be super responders. And this is going to be their favorite product they've ever had. <laughs> yeah. So there's that one. And then we have the energy shot. Yeah. Which has 100 milligrams of caffeine as well as an uplifting terpene blend. So yeah, we recommend pairing that with a citrusy sativa in the morning or anytime that you want some increased focus and good energy. And oh my gosh. Yeah, (laughs) so we were developing that, the energy shot. We drank so many energy shots. I mentioned (laughs) this to you. And like, there was an energy shot that made my eye twitch for three months. Um, so we were just like this is crazy there's so much caffeine there's so much stuff in these like let's make something that's a little more clean that's like a happier cleaner energy that's not like jittery and that's what the terpenes help to do they just because we have like linalool which is like the calming (laughs) terpene that's like oh nice yeah so it's just like there's not any of those jitters which is great it's your eyes aren't going to be twitching (laughs) three months so you can get those at convenience stores locally you can check on instagram or just gms and you can buy them online too. Um, so we're just, we're at the happiest hour. You can check in there. And oh, we love to hear from you. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> we'll respond quickly. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. Do either of you have any kind of last points that you want to make or things that you want to share, things to look out for? <laughs> so just, Thanks. you know, like check in with us at the happiest hour, say hello. And thank you so much for inviting us like i said earlier my favorite part about the industry is is the people i've been able to meet and you guys are two shining examples of that so thank you so much for your time <laughs> we feel the same about both of you <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much you too thank you <laughs> bye guys bye